What's going on, guys? This is Jordan with another episode of Underground Survival Guide. Today we have one of the second specialist guests of all time. One of the <laughs> the only guy in the world to pick chemistry over math. <laughs> <laughs> the no, only guy to that. oh, where I can't remember where Hogan put you in. Like for guys that don't know, but he I want to just me. He had you in the top, yeah. He had like two charts. Oh, yeah. He had like a, a Venn diagram yeah. for like working hard and like being smart. He put everyone, he allocated everyone across apart from this guy. He's just like, Von's the GOAT. By default. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a shocking, that was a shocking, um, when I made that decision that like, I, I fought a long while for that. I'm happy to talk about that later. Yeah, we will. Actually, no, let's get into it. Let's get into it early. <laughs> like. Nah, but how, do we need background or anything or? Nah, that's fine. No one cares. <laughs> actually yeah we'll give a bit oh, so obviously yeah. um we both we both did further maths we're going to talk in a sec about how you dropped it for chemistry and then yeah what we ended up getting decent grades we both we both went to bristol um obviously you graduated with, way before with me. carl yeah with yeah with the legend of carl have i got anyone else on from state Mars? no not yet no, who else came no, to bristol you... out of us obviously sam uh sam jatin Ten, yeah. Um, I guess it's be Katie Crenog, Rachel Vangara. Oh yeah, there quite a few. There was quite a few. Yes, surprisingly, um, I think Bristol, if not Kent, was one of the most um, like most of our year group went to Bristol to come to uni, which is pretty. <laughs> that's because we were Oxbridge rejects. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. All of us applied to Oxford, Cambridge. None of us got in, apart from Michael. Um, yeah. And the next best was just Bristol. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But yeah, how you been, man? No, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I've been just been back in London. Been uh, started teaching. Um, yeah, no, it's a change. It's different. It's different from coming straight from uni and everything, especially like graduating. Um, during coronavirus, during lockdown, and mm. starting a new job, teaching during lockdown, like I feel like I've aged four years. Mad. There must have been extra weird going like straight back into education as well, let alone like a job. Sorry, can you repeat that? The the connection died a little bit. Oh my bad. It's like I was saying, it must be extra weird as well. It's not like you're going into a generic job. It's literally like back into teaching as well, back into academics. Yeah, it's it's weird because like I've gone from learning as a student at uni and then now I've started a job which is very different from just like a standard kind of I don't know um office job, lab job. Um and it's like I've got such responsibility now in a new job taking care of like kids essentially, but at the same time I'm almost a student again because I'm having to learn how to teach how to teach like kids at school like i'm back in education both as a student and as a teacher which is which is weird like i know if you asked me kind of a year and a half ago whether i'd be a teacher i would have kind of laughed and said i don't know i don't think that's like i could see myself but now that i'm here and more thought about it like i genuinely love my job I feel like teaching, like you talked about, you know, before the call as well, 
how you have like what 19 weeks holiday um the pay is not even that bad obviously you get like pension and all the typical um employer yeah. benefits like teaching actually sounds like a motive maybe not straight after i graduate but in the long term it's definitely a good job to have yeah. i think i find like because the more so the reason i didn't want to get into teaching in the first place is because like so um one of my cousins works at the school which i'm at at the moment um just as a, as a non-teaching staff and she came around and said oh why didn't you why didn't you um think about teaching like this time last year i said oh i don't want to because you have to go back into uni um like get your pgce like find placement jobs and they place you in like middle of nowhere towns and like really poor schools and you have to deal with like loads of behavioral issues at the same time hmm. and she was just like oh no if you go into independent schools so private schools you can go straight in and you get the degree on the job essentially get all the learning on the job and there's just loads and loads of benefits and i thought that's actually like i nice. never knew that mm. so i looked into it um the benefits were great obviously just obviously there's always holiday but like you do work a little bit at holidays um but even just pension healthcare, the fact that the school i work at is a bus ride away so i'm saving money on rent and travel like i'm not spending like hundreds on a travel card zone one to six every week yeah it's just a lot nicer and like it just feels more rewarding as a job because you're you're almost instantly seeing like results mm. like you, you teach a kid you do a test and you see you instantly see how well they've done after like the work you put in it's quite nice mm, that's true i feel like um I was talking to my friend who was, he did an engineering, uh, internship. Yeah. And he was saying like, it's so difficult because some of these projects take like 10, 20, 30 years. Yeah. You can, yeah. You can be there for half a decade, you know, two decades and not even <laughs> see the rewards of your project. Well, yeah. it's almost, as you say, in school, it's like literally the next day, put a test in front of them, see how, how they improve. And it's like that instant gratification just must seem so rewarding. Yeah. Like I had a thing, right? So my second year so my year eight um they like i find that teaching them is a lot harder because like in year eight you really don't really care about what you're doing Mm. like you're not an exam year you're not year seven anymore um and one of the kids like like just wasn't really doing well in his first test and like i was kind of sitting there like going like taking it personal i was like crap what am i doing as a teacher that's like failing these kids mm. comes to the second test just before christmas he went from like a 33 percent to 96 percent whoa and i was just like I, I was just like gobsmacked and then he sent me an email like no prompt or anything he just sent me one out of nowhere going thank you sir um you really helped me improve like on these topics and i feel like i'm really confident in chemistry now and i just kind of sat there i was like that was just a good way to end the term Mm. And like that was that that was that gratification, like and that kind of confirmation that like what I'm doing is worth it. Like I'm doing something, and I'm seeing the results from that. Like I'm seeing, I'm reaping the rewards already, like a month in, rather than waiting fifty years or maybe never. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a huge thing in like like chemistry, whether it's kind of obviously pharmaceuticals that could take like decades anything's come out 
because I was past so many things. Um, I worked quite a bit of materials during my placement year. And it's like, I was, I was just working a lot of the beginning stages of projects and these projects are years long and I was only there a year. So it was like, you didn't really see the product from start to end. I saw mm. loads of different products at different stages, but I didn't see one product all the way through, mm. which is like, it's a bit, it's not really dis, you know, it's kind of disheartening because you're just like, oh, I'm not really getting to see the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. Like you, you, I don't know. I mean, it sounds like you're similar to me, but it's like we kind of just want to, you want to measure your impact in some, you know, yeah. tangible way. It's not like, oh yeah, I did a bit of this and a bit of that. It's like, actually, you know, this is what I did and these are the results I got from it. Yeah. I think that's probably, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we, we like numbers too much. That's <laughs> 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 no, nuts. How come you, I mean, I guess you have a chemistry degree and like you're obviously passionate about chemistry, but I would have thought, I mean, obviously I'm not applying for a teaching role, but I would love to do something easy like PE or drama. Like how come you pick one of the harder ones to teach? <laughs> I can't, I can't choose my, my thing. Um, I mean, I, I've, I've got a friend that graduated the same year as me and he's a, um, like currently the only job that he could find was a maths intervention teacher. Oh man. He's basically, so he's basically teaching like year 11s that need that C grade. Um, like because we have skills in chemistry that's transferable to maths. And doing maps, like it'll be fine, but yeah, I I only have a degree in chemistry, so I can only reteach chemistry. Um, I have a few friends that are teaching now that they teach maths, but because they did a little bit of economics, just at uni, they've been asked to teach economics as well. Okay, but they've said that it's just difficult because they're having to learn a completely new subject now as well. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I, I didn't realize they actually put you into your. Because obviously your, your degree is, you know, specialized yeah. some degree, yeah, but like, you don't need to be an expert at like geography to teach A level. Well, maybe A levels you do, but like GCSE geography, you don't really mm-hmm. need to know, be an expert at that. I assume you could just pick any, any module and, and kind of go over it. Yeah. I mean, some, I think one of the teachers, she's part of the chemistry department. She only teaches chemistry year 10 and 11. Mm. She, but she's like mainly a biology teacher. So some, like sometimes if your degree, like say if I did a degree in um, chemical physics, I could also probably teach up to some level of physics as well. Okay. Uh, it just kind of depends on your experience. Yeah. Um, and like the thing about this school is, um, sorry, like usually if I, if you go into a state school and you have a science degree, in one of the like three core sciences, you mm. would be asked to teach biology, physics, chemistry up to GCSE, so year seven, eight, nine. But because this school, all the way through, because they're an independent school, they have their sciences separate all the way. So chemistry in year seven is completely a complete different subject than biology in year seven. So mm, okay. that, like that way, I'm not having to teach biology and physics. Like I hate biology. I would I would have hated to teach year seven biology. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, physics I don't mind. Like I I grew to really like physics, and I, I kind of regret not taking it at A level. But mm. okay, I hear you. Yeah, I actually forgot that our lower school science was all you know just the same. 
Like we did. I don't like, remember any any of the lessons. <laughs> I don't remember any. Actually, I remember the sex education one for um, <laughs> for the wrong reasons. <laughs> oh no, I remember because I had my older brother went to, to the school as well. Okay. Um, and he said, oh, they have this, um, like when they do the sex education thing and teach how to put on a condom, they have a, um, like a, a, a model, a blue modeled penis. Okay. Um, and our biology teacher came out at the time with test tube and just without even thinking, it was like, oh, sir, why are we using a test tube? And mm. he realized what I meant. He knew that like I know the brother and he probably told me what I meant. He just, he just sighed and went, Go get that briefcase in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> and then he modeled it on the actual model, which was, was funny. <laughs> That's hilarious. Flip that, no man. I don't think we even had that. I don't, I don't, I think our class was just so mature at the time that our teachers are like, oh, screw it. We're not, we're not doing this. <laughs> I don't know. I think if, you, if you're going to do it, you might as well be anatomically correct, right? <laughs> Very true. To be fair, I feel like they should teach it at a, a higher age. Like I think we had ours at like year seven, year eight, and obviously we're way too young yeah. to, to take it seriously. I, I guess in some ways that's true, like teach it in nature where people are close to doing it. But at the same time, the earlier you teach it, the earlier like kids know kind of protection, SCIs, um, just scared of pregnancy and stuff, or just how to be safe in general, like you kind of reap the rewards earlier, like that just you wouldn't be having so many like thirteen year old pregnancies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like even though like even say if our if at our school that risk was low, better to reduce that risk anyway than have that risk at all. Yeah, yeah. No, I I agree. On that, like a follow up, I guess, do you think your perception on how teaching works has changed now that you're a teacher compared to when you were a student? I don't know, like, I have a bit more respect for teachers in terms that I've realised that these guys are humans. Like, I've seen teachers just sit there in the office just kind of like, this is crap. <laughs> like, <laughs> or just like, <laughs> just complaining about different kids and stuff and just saying like, I'm just not, just not having a good day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've always had somewhat an interest of just the, the, how the education system works, whether that be at um, the, the school level or even at uni level, just how how it all runs. Um, so I've, I've always kind of thought about it that way. And like, I mean, I've, I've always just liked teaching people stuff and whatever it is. So, mm. yeah. Okay. It, I get that. Do you think... Because obviously you talked about the student that you helped him go from like 33 to 96 or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. Specifically, do you think, because like when I was in school, I never believed my teachers at all. I was like, everything that I do is kind of like on my back. But obviously when yeah. you're a teacher now, it's like, you know, they improved because of me. Like, where do you think the line is between how much you can feasibly teach someone versus like how much work they have to put in? I mean, it, it, it's, it's a balance. Like, it's always like, I don't always like, I don't always think like what I'm doing it's not all me. It's, it's like you have to meet halfway. Like there's only so much that I can provide resource wise. I could give them all the tests in the world, all the practice questions, all the notes, all the diagrams, all the stuff they have to know. I could teach them and go through it slowly. But at the end of the day, it's up to them whether they want to engage with all the resources. 
and like I can't hold the students' hands all the way, checking them, making sure they're doing every single question. Um, because I mean, a there's not enough time in the world. Mm. Um, there's there's so many other students I'd have to do it to, and it just wouldn't teach them good life skills. Like wouldn't teach them just general independence. Like a huge thing of just like learning is just learning how to the, the actual learning skills. Like yes, I'm teaching to get them through the grade, but also I'm teaching them just to to be a, a well-rounded person. I'm also trying to just teach them for knowledge rather than just trying to just teach them to get the test grade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. I can imagine you you value that equally as well. Like actually taking away um tangible like real world not necessarily real world skills but you know more of a life focus as opposed to just like this is how you can get an a star this is how you can get a b or whatever yeah i mean there, there's some kids who are just insanely talented and you just you just sit there you're just like there's absolutely nothing i can do here that will help you like you're just too good at this mm. but yeah <laughs> I guess like, I mean, I, I've got a lot, I can ask a, a billion questions on teaching, but it's not the, not the time for that. But I guess one closing thing I want to ask about more, I guess more personal to you, more about your perception. Mm-hmm. Like as, you know, a person of color, we're both, uh, ethnic minorities. Uh, um, yeah. looking at what's happened so far this year and uh, last year in 2020. Do you yeah. feel some sort of way about like, Teaching at, you know, an independent school versus the state school? Like, See, would you prefer to work with people that you would recognize and have more of a it, personal impact on? This is the thing, right? Like, this has always been kind of a, a moral kind of battle in my head, right? But at the end of the day, these kids didn't ask to be in the situations they were in. They didn't ask to have parents that were kind of well off enough to put them through private school. Yeah. They're just trying to be, a, they're just trying to be a kid. They're trying to learn. Um, it's more about kind of, yeah, I'm just trying to teach them to be a well-rounded adult, be equal in that sense, but also kind of a benefit of being a form tutor as well. And a benefit, which I'll see if like kind of further down the line when I end up getting like a younger year's form Mm. is that you'll be able to kind of make them aware of their own privileges. Like I've not had to do it yet, but some other teachers have kind of called kids out just being like you don't want to fall into being that stereotypical white privileged male because this is an all boys school there's a lot of kids that will fall into that trap and it's kind of up to us to make sure that try and look out for them so that they don't kind of succumb to that um Mm. that stereotype i would i would love to honestly teach kids that are kind of more like me and show them that they're not always kind of a white male teacher. Um, but I think I'm already kind of doing that this in this department because my department is largely Caucasian. I'm like the chemistry department. I am the only person of color, which isn't a bad thing at all. Um, mm. But I think it's good that I, I quite like that I've come in and I'm kind of showing these kids that chemistry isn't as white dominated as it's always made out to be. I mean, throughout history, chemistry is constantly white, male, pale. 
yeah. through the researchers. So it's kind of, I want to break the cycle somewhere, at least with teaching. And especially because there's a lot of kids that, um, kind of Asian kids at the school, kind of other ethnic minorities. And I, I feel quite proud standing in front of the classroom teaching them because it's like for once their teacher isn't a white guy. Mm, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I, I think I would love to kind of, obviously I'm not in any rush to change schools, but it'd be nice. Obviously once I've kind of got qualified and got everything somewhere down the line, it would be nice to kind of teach some kind of kids in a less privileged position and kind of give my expertise to them. It would be like, be great inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I guess now that you say it, it's, you know, it is the case that no matter what you do, <laughs> you know, as a ethnic minority, you're always going to be, well, the minority. Yeah. And like, it would be great to to work in a state school as well, but obviously, like as you said, you're still going to be one of a few um, yeah. people of color in your in your department. So I guess that that impact is always measurable in some degree. You can argue like it'd be better or worse either or, but yeah, irrespective, like it's still a great achievement, uh, even on you yourself to to be where you are. So that's that's a cool thing. Mm. Yeah, thank you, man. No, I'm just yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's it's hard, especially coming from private school, like. And kind of being so actively involved in kind of one, like, I'm not, I wouldn't really be, call myself right wing at all. Like, I'm nowhere near, I'm definitely quite left wing as well. Mm. Um, so the fact that I'm working at private school sometimes feels a bit kind of counterintuitive. But like I said earlier, I don't think private schools are the problem. I think it's, the problem are kind of the people who don't recognize their privilege and kind of take advantage of that. They, then that's more of the problem. Mm. It's like, like I said, it's the kids didn't ask to be in the situation. They didn't ask to be born to a more privileged family. They're just trying to be a kid. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I know what you mean. I can't wait to see, um, Vaughn's PSH3 lessons. Oh my, I've taken a few sixth form ones. Um, <laughs> because, because they're upper sixth. Because they're year 13s, like, they really don't. <laughs> like, they're the ones who would benefit the most. Like, they're the ones, because the PSHG lessons are more kind of to do, like, had someone that, mm. it was like their, their online brand, like, branding themselves online, like, all their social media is a brand, stuff like that, or just, like, mental health and stuff. Like, those are the, the more PSHG lessons for year 13s. Um, but at the same time, these are kind of 17, 18-year-old kids who really don't give a shit about anything. So there's a balance like uh, it, it's the PSHG lessons are nice, especially when you get to kind of talk a bit more from experience, especially at the moment when they're going into uni. It's nice to be able to give some kind of uni advice to them um, from my standpoint. That's also true. Because I'm like straight out of uni, like they can ask me questions no matter what. Um, and especially like I've been asked to do just give some more ideas about budgeting, like for some of their, for some of their UCAS sessions. Um, like one of my teachers asked me like, um, Oh, Von, you've just come straight out of uni. Like I've got this list of stuff you should budget for. Are there any other things that like I need to add because you would know because he, he was quite old. So, like I just, mm. so, so much stuff that you don't realize you can take into account for when you go into uni as a student. I wash okay. machines. Oh, oh, oh man, that hurt. 
five pounds for a wash and dry. Oh. It, was like, it was like it was like four fifty for a wash and dry where I was, but minimum five pound you had to put in. The Wi Fi yeah. didn't work in the room, so sometimes it would just take your money. Or yeah. it'd lock your wash in without even starting. You couldn't call the number because there was no Wi Fi or like connection in the room, so you just sit there like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's this circuit, I think, isn't it? Oh, circuit was terrible. It was, it was circuit, I think it was, yeah. Oh, I'm so, I'm so angry now. <laughs> the last time I was in the halls, I tried to, like, I had the same problem. I tried to, I tried to put a wash in. They took my money and I didn't wash the clothes. I couldn't call them. And I was like, you know what? I'll call them in a week. Can I just like repress that memory <laughs> until just now? I've got like 50 pounds in that account still. Ah! Oh, no. Sorry. <laughs> I, I want to counter this podcast and do it. <laughs> And cool my so bad. Oh, my number one tip to anyone in first year is like, just go home to do your washing. <laughs> just go yeah, home. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Ah, oh, good. Uh, should we move on to the um the, the chemistry <laughs> question? Moving, moving on. Um, yeah, on, on a light on a, on a lighter topic. Yeah. So what we what did you do for A level? We did mass math, mass physics, and no chemistry yeah, so and biology. Right? No, no, no. In in first year, um, yeah. in year twelve, I picked further maths, maths, chemistry, and economics. Oh, econ, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, econ was kind of that dot subject for me. Um, like, admittedly, I was a lazy student, and econ was just a subject where I could. It, it seemed fun at the time as well. Like, the teacher for economics at the time was mm. genuinely such a good teacher for economics. Um, yeah. But yeah, like I did, I did it because it was a little bit different from just math and science because it was a bit, a little bit more written based. And it was just a really interesting subject. I decided to choose it. Yeah. I kind of went through physics now though. Interesting. Yeah. Physics is a lot harder though. And it's a lot more, like a lot more pressure in physics. That's the thing. I really didn't like the the physics department at our school. and it's annoying because when I got to uni chemistry, physics was such a huge part of it that I would have benefited on from early on. But then it's just, it's quite funny because it all came around in a circle. I ended up doing my um, master's uh, research in physical chemistry. So yeah. I had to deal with loads of physics anyway. <laughs> Madness. At least you got it done. Yeah. Like, it, it didn't hold you back. No, no, no. It ended up being my, my most, like, favorite part of chemistry. It was chemistry of inorganic chemistry, organic, and, um, inorganic, inorganic, physical, and organic. And I ended up quite enjoying physical the most. I mean, it was more, mm. most mathsy. So. Okay, nice. I don't, I don't know the difference between the three, so I can't ask any questions about going off for like an hour, yeah. but, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's definitely good to know, like, your, your specialism, I guess, or like your, yeah. your main area of interest. I think that's the mistake that I made of engineering. Like, I just picked it and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to enjoy this. But like half of what I do is just crap. It's yeah. a lot of, um, like, I mean, obviously second year, you know, you specialize as you go on, but first and second year for me, it was like, I don't enjoy 90% of this. Half of, yeah. I, I think it's the same for quite a lot of subjects. Like, unless it's something more, I don't know, I guess like the only subject I can really think of top of my head where they had choice was probably like history where they could choose like specific. Mm, things yeah. to do in whereas like all the sciences are all kind of you have to be quite broad in even um, my girlfriend doing film studies um, like 
not all of the sub not all of the topics that they're given are really interesting either like a lot of stuff is just kind of like um i think one of the modules is kind of like just old white people non-talking films like oh yeah who, who wants to study that and it was like kind of uh, even that's boring like <laughs> we're, we're gonna get cancelled for saying that you know uh, we are well <laughs> <laughs> people love that black and white no audio movies yeah, I mean, how many of your audience from Swaziland really want to listen to <laughs> movies? Oh yeah, just so guys know, we're, we're the second highest ranked podcast in Swaziland. Shout out to shout out to us. Uh, shout out to Swaziland, yeah. <laughs> shout out to Swaziland, man. Oh, I think it's es- Eswatini now. It's called. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. A couple of years ago, all, all Wakanda. It's all the same. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, we went off topic slightly. So like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Econ's actually I should I should learn Econ in hindsight. I went for physics instead of econ because I thought I already saw sweets in school. I already know like why <laughs> low and so high. <laughs> no, it was it was so it was good. good in the sense that it just gave obviously econ at uni is so different from econ at A level, but even econ at A level gives you a bit of insight at least mm. into just how the world works a little bit. Um, and I think if it wasn't for econ, I wouldn't have got as much of an appreciation for like the politics as well. Okay. Like, because studying econ at A level, you had to kind of do a bit of knowledge reading and stuff on just politics and how stuff, just, just how everything is and just laws and, um, stuff like that. Mm. I can also say, like, I don't know what it was like on, you know, on your chemistry degree, but in engineering, there's a lot more writing than I would have thought. Obviously like <laughs> scientific reports, technical reports. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like obviously I'd, I am not gonna say I would have done like English A level, that's a bit too much writing, but like econ's a nice balance between like the mathematical yeah, concepts yeah. and also having to communicate that as well. Because math yeah. and math you didn't do any communication. It's just like absolutely none. Differentiate and then <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I didn't even be working out. I just put my no, answer that's it. Cool. I mean in was it in further F C one, further core one was yeah. it when it was the, the I don't remember what it was. It was just the, you know, I think it was a proof by induction or something where, where oh, we, yeah. there were like, a, for the, for the exam, you had to write like a few sentences of like, Oh, this shows this and this shows this. <laughs> Therefore this shows this and it's proved. And we simplified it down to like six words. Because <laughs> we were just Literally. that lazy. It was like, if F equals, no, it's like, if X equals one, it's true. If F equals N, it's true. Therefore, <laughs> it, was it wasn't even therefore, it was just the circle. Oh yeah, it's like dot, dot, yeah. dot. No, no oh, I, I, I think I, I do appreciate the writing in econ and also the report writing in chemistry. When, like, I really hated the board that we were on in chemistry because it was OCRB, mm. um, which is scraps now. Um, and they, we had to do that individual investigation, which is basically like a, uh, was it EPQ? Um, and you you basically just had to like write the the scientific report. But I quite enjoyed that because that was a good introductory to writing reports at uni. Um, and it was quite interesting because the one I got in year thirteen was electrochemistry, which is then what I ended up doing for my masters. So it, it was it was quite nice. It felt like a well well rounded character development in a movie yeah yeah nice I forgot we're anime boys here <laughs> we want to speak to the anime yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> I've been watching Attack on Titan recently. I've only just started it, but yeah. Nice. I like Attack on Titan. I've started um, Hunter x Hunter. I've not watched and I need to start getting into more anime, man, but I'm enjoying it. Right, <laughs> before we get off topic again. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, I did maths, further maths, chemistry and economics and I was pretty set. I was pretty set on doing maths at uni at one point. I, I huh. think it was, and it, it felt like every, it, it felt a bit weird because as the year went on, I started to really like chemistry a lot more because it was just, a, it felt more applied. It felt a bit more investigative. Like I could actually see how everything in the world was working to be a bit cliche. Mm. Um, whereas maths at the time anyway was just numbers, 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 which I really enjoyed doing. But then as like time went on, I kind of started seeing, right, that maths felt a bit forced on me. Like everyone around me was like, oh, one's a maths guy, one's a maths guy. And I don't know whether it's me being kind of stubborn, mm. but I didn't, I didn't want to do what everyone else wanted me to do. Like I, I've, I've had the same mindset from early on. Like I was very, very sure from like year 11, I didn't want to go into medicine. Okay. At all. Like I knew I wasn't quite out for medicine. It didn't interest me. So, and every, like, so I, I snipped that in the bud. I was like, no guys, I know people want me to do medicine, but no, I'm not doing that. And then I felt kind of the same about maths as, as year 12 went on. Um, okay. I think kind of a, a driving thing of that was, um, something that uh, I'm not going to say the teacher's name, but it was one that you weren't really a fan of. Okay. <laughs> one of our math teachers. Um, yeah. There's something she said, she was like, she likes doing maths, but she doesn't really like maths, maths at uni kind of level. And I thought that was like, it kind of stuck on my head because I would turn around, I'd see kind of James Holland or Patrick Coakley, um, just kind of really getting into maths and really getting into like true problems in maths and things. And mm. I thought that didn't really interest me that side. Like I just liked manipulating the numbers and getting the answer at the end of problem solving like but not as much kind of maths thinking and problem solving as they did like they had maths brains i for sure did not yeah, um, yeah whereas in chemistry you still get the maths because you get it in the physics you get it in the calculations you get it in kind of quantum mechanics um and just kind of energy calculations and stuff um you even get to kind of solve schrodinger's equation a few times and it's like it's I prefer that side of maths where you are given some numbers and you have to use kind of the right equations to get the right answer at the end. Um, and I kind of, it was when I went to the Eton summer school where I just had this, I did maths and chemistry at the summer school and I had this super crazy chemistry teacher kind of, he had like the, the stereotypical, like crazy nutty hair and he was just going wild at everything in chemistry. Like he was, like you could see his excitement and like <laughs> it might be a bit cliche but like that genuinely inspired me i was like yeah chemistry's crazy interesting um especially with the experiments like it was very hands-on which i enjoyed okay like and then i kind of came back and had to kind of break the news to everyone that i wasn't doing maths mm. <laughs> and i dropped further maths in year 13 which is yeah I think, but, Top ten anime anime betrayal right there, man. 
it was it was it felt it felt disheartening because some of my favorite teachers are one of my further math teachers and i just kind of yeah i think i think another thing that played into it was um in year 12 um in the applied math module so in mechanics and stats so yes m1 and s2 i got b's in the tests in the AES levels at the time, which bees aren't bad. I tell my students all the time, bees aren't bad. Obviously, yeah. when I was averaging A's, A stars all the time, like, it feels like a bit of a gut punch to everyone else who, who struggled to get the grades. But to me, it felt kind of disheartening, mm. which it feels like a cop out to say, because I know bees aren't bad. But yeah, I was just like, that was kind of a bit of a wake up call because I thought, oh, I was, I got complacent and I was like, oh no, it's fine. It's going to come to me in the exam. And then it didn't. And then I thought maybe, like maybe I, I just wasn't interested enough. Mm. And then like, I, that was one decision, which I don't regret at all. And I think it's like one thing I want to say to everyone is just like kind of no matter what everyone tells you to do, you have to take a step back and think is that really what i want to do as well because if it's not like if if you feel that feeling in your stomach if you feel it in your gut and you get that little kind of nudge that hey this isn't this isn't quite what i want to do then you should maybe explore that and feel it out a little bit and kind of think maybe the subject's not right for me i, I don't regret my decision at all not one bit mm. Yeah, I mean, first of all, nice flex on the uh, the A star average gag. I, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's <laughs> but no, I'm joking. I, I know what you mean. Like, obviously, all, all your grades are always going to be relative to like your performance, right? Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. No, I completely hear you. Like, at the time, I was like, oh, how can this guy? Because obviously, like, I'm not interested in chemistry. And as soon as you came back and told us, like, oh, you're going to drop, I was like, what? The, what? Why? Like, maths isn't incredible. Like. I had a similar, I guess, realization to you. I'm looking at the James's and Patrick's. I'm like, these guys actually just love the maths. I think, yeah, I'm more of a problem solver. Like, I enjoy the math challenge. I enjoy like competing with like you and Carl. But I'm not that, you know, uh, motivated to see like, what's the thing? What's it called again? The triangle. Like, yeah, all these like theorems and stuff. Like, that's why I didn't do maths at uni. I have so many friends at maths at uni, and like. They're just when they do maths work and start problem solving. I look at their work and I'm just like, I don't know how this is in your test. Like, this just looks mm. <laughs> impossible. <laughs> it's nuts. One thing I noticed that guys that do maths just have terrible handwriting, and I was like, I don't want to be the guy that's good. So I, I, was, I, remember, yeah, I always used to say at school, I was like, the, the neater your maths is, <laughs> the worse you are at maths. <laughs> which holds it holds true a little bit but, little but bit. now i pre- now i preach to my students i'm like because some of them their maths is appalling um in chemistry um and i'm just like you're not showing any of you working out i can't give you any marks like you're like i'm not seeing how your brain's flowing and that's just going to confuse you in exam like when you go back to check your answer you're going to be lost as well it's true that's but massive yeah. <laughs> Because, I, yeah. I mean, even to this day, I don't do enough working out. I don't take enough notes. But, like, I, mm. I realize it even in life, like, even when I'm doing this podcast and I'm editing it, like, you know, later today, <laughs> and I'm trying to get, like, the clips, I'm like, oh, I wish I just took some flipping notes so I know when one says this. <laughs> As you go along, so you <laughs> Yeah. And you could have taken the timestamp and written it down. Yeah, no, I get you. I feel you. Even yeah. right now, it's like, now that I just said it to myself, no, you're such an idiot for not doing it this whole time. <laughs> for, like, 40 minutes in. But it's like, 
just having a process is so powerful. In maps, obviously, yeah. it's one, like to see what you're, you're working out is, but in anything, general, man, if anything. Mm, I can imagine, like, if you're writing essays, you got to have references. Like, just keeping track of your references is having fundamentals about being organized, I guess, and that, that's never <laughs> a bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, being organized is never a bad thing. Anyway, um, I think another thing, right, with why I chose chemistry, why I dropped further maths was another thing. I was just lazy at the time as well. Like, I think that's something. I mean, I know Carl said he was lazy as well with with some of his like job applications and stuff. Like, yeah, but economics was just so much easier. Like, I realized I I I did the numbers and I realized to get an A in economics at A level, I needed to get a C overall. So my year 13 would just be DOS. Mm. So I kind of just sat my way through economics in year 13 and was just like, even if I get a C, I still get an A at the end. Yeah. I kind of, I'm annoyed because I wish I took the challenge of further maths or physics, but that's, that's, that's me now growing up mature wanting that challenge. Mm. But like, your point on econ is massive, I feel like. That's something that I didn't even appreciate until, like, mm. early this year. It's like, mm. yeah, I mean, obviously, you, you have your own preferences, like a challenge would have been cool as well, but fundamentally, you're at school, you know, you're at uni to get the grades, to get the degree, to get mm. the A-levels. Like, if you know that I can put in less work and get a better grade here and then spend more time, like, doing my own stuff. Obviously, assuming you spend your own time doing your own stuff, like, you did EPQ or something, like, learn to yeah. play piano or whatever. Like, it just makes so much more sense. What's the point putting yourself through extra struggle unless you're going to enjoy the challenge or you, unless mm-hmm. you enjoy the physics? Why do a harder A-level? Why do a harder module at uni if you can just get the same result? <laughs> That's the engineer speaking of you, though. <laughs> 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 I've read a thing where engineers are just so lazy. They'll put in extra work so that it's easier for them to be lazy. <laughs> Literally, like, I was looking at all my third-year modules. I'm like, I really want to do AI, but... Is it going to be easier than intro psychology? No. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to that's, do intro psychology that, like, and film studies next year. <laughs> <laughs> you have to think, right? Like, it's all balanced. It's like, will it, will it benefit me? Like, will it be easier for me to take this module and then me get the grade at the end? Like, easier for me to get the first? Um, because then I can focus my, like, attention, like, better. Mm. Or, say, in the terms of AI, like, if I take AI, would then that benefit me if I choose a career in AI later on? Because then I have that knowledge of it. Mm, absolutely, yeah. And it's like balancing your, you know, your reward structure, I guess. So accommodate yeah. you. Because otherwise, it's like you're just doing. Like I was going to do nano. I think it's like nano, nano something. Just because I thought it sounded. I don't even yeah. care about it. Yeah, but it's like it just sounded interesting. But I looked at the um. The spec is like one of the hardest modules. Like it's got the the highest, the lowest pass rate. I'm like, why why am I putting myself through this for like a bit of interest <laughs> when I can just do um intro to film, <laughs> which is like a everyone gets a first in it. So it just makes obviously yeah, yeah I'm not gonna mess about. I've, I've I've sat through some. I've had to do some some like essay proofreading and stuff with my girlfriend for film and like breaking yeah. down. Um, I, I think I watched The Sixth Sense like three times because I had to break down the film and like cut it for her while she was like doing work. Oh, mad. That's, that's so much work. <laughs> it's like a different kind of work because it's like, it's basically English language, but harder. Mm. Yeah. To be fair, I thought it might be fundamentally difficult. Yeah. Everything's difficult in their own way. I always say, I always say. Mm. 
I think I just like because obviously maths, physics, most of the science and most of STEM is like it's either right or it's wrong. Like one yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, it can only be two. Whereas in film, it's like I can talk about the color blue, <laughs> and <laughs> even though it'll be harder, like I'll enjoy it a bit more than flipping nanotech. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, I like nanomaterials. I really got into that in uni. That's why you do chemistry, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, I'll look into it, but like, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, balancing, you know, yeah. thinking about what you actually want to get out of it is more important than, as you say, like what other people think or like what sounds. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, no matter what you do, someone's going to have an opinion. So why give it, why give a damn about what they think at the end of the day? Honestly, Obviously, you know, yeah, and obviously like, that, that's that's in terms of kind of your choices for kind of union work and stuff. I'm not advocating for anything illegal or like immoral. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, mm, but that's that's the thing. Like, if I go for a job and I say either I got a two one, but I mm. did nanotech, or I say I got a first, but I did film, they're not going to say, oh, but you did. They're going to say you got a first. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, like, and even if, you, if, if, if you if you're going for a job that's completely unrelated to like what you studied they're going to take the first mm. i feel anyway like and at the end of the end of the day your degrees a degree like degrees are hard <laughs> you get put through so much shit in a degree that's the thing uh, i mean you say that but you decided to do a, a master's like what was what was that about oh yeah okay so, so the reason <laughs> i did a master's right the reason i did a master's was when i was applying because my older brother had already gone through uni at the time where he was just at uni he did a placement year and he said the biggest thing you can do in, in, in uni is probably do a placement year. Okay. I think it's just, it's quite invaluable. So I was looking up unis that had a placement year with them. And a lot of the times you could do an integrated master's, so a four year master's with a placement year and it would still take the same amount of time. So mm-hmm. I thought if I'm doing a placement year, I might as well get a master's at the end of it. Also in Bristol, there wasn't a choice. If you did a placement year, you were on the integrated master's. <laughs> So that was just that. How does, cause I guess on my course, if I did a placement, it would be like first year, second year placement, come back, do third year and then integrated masters. So that's, that'd be five years. How have you, mm. was your so placement year counted as your final third year? Yeah. So how chemistry, chemistry ran. So because the, the, the placement course, the year in industry course um, has been run for so long in chemistry. It's, it's in Bristol anyway, it's one of the, biggest in the country in terms of placements which i didn't realize but nice. um, our head of course kind of showed it's like yeah we have so many partners in chemistry because we've been running for so long but how it works is you you're treated it as an integrated master in the first place you have to get and get your 50 percent to get to the next year you get your placement in third year and you have to start applying for them under the start of second year um and then during third year you're given distance learning courses um which were for us it like our uni was was quite good because you just had to do online tests for them mm. whereas other unis i think in bath they had to do um like they had to come back for exams which was a bit wow a bit unfair yeah um whereas we just <laughs> had the job we did our distance learning courses throughout the year you just had to complete it by a certain date and then you also had an industry report to do as well, so a research project to do. Um, and then that went towards your third year. Um, but it was only, so the year breakdown for our degree was second year was 15%, if 
your placement year could only be 10% because that's what the uni said. Yeah. Because they, because they, there could be so much discrepancy between people's job experiences. 10% is the max they could give for the third year. Then your fourth year was 75%. So it was quite a big thing for our master's year. Um, but yeah, we, we couldn't. So in a normal four year course, you're able to say at the end of your third year, if you don't want to do a master's, you can just say, I'm done. I'd like to just graduate with my degree essentially. Mm. Um, but on a placement year integrated masters, you couldn't do that. You had to go for the four years. Okay. Mm. And I guess that means you don't have like a B side and M side, it's just a straight M side. No, I have a straight M side, yeah. Mm. Madness. I, I never knew that. I just assumed it would be an extra year. Yeah. I think some, some unis might do that, but oh, mm. like four years is four years for us, so why not? Yeah. And, uh, I guess there was no option for you to convert your placement to a full-time job afterwards. Or is that something that they do? It, it depends on the company. It depends on the company. So smaller <laughs> companies that I worked in and a few others have the, like, at the end of your degree, they could contact you and kind of offer you a job. Yeah. Um, I was, I just really wasn't, I just didn't feel like going back into research just for me. Um, okay. and that was another, that was another choice I had to make. I had to kind of think, do I really want to do research or is it just kind of what's expected of someone at this level? Mm. But yeah, I, just, I just said, no, I need a break from research. It was just so like, it's so, it can get so boring. Yeah. I can imagine like, unless it's something that you really, really want to do, like it's just a bit tedious at times. Honestly, sometimes things go wrong. You don't know why it's going wrong. You're banging your head there. And then at the same time, your mental health is dropping because you're just like this is just so much stress for nothing mm. yeah that's kind of why I didn't want to do I mean I'm still considering a PhD or yeah. e- even like a, a commercial one it's like called an NGD I don't know if it's similar in other industries where you, it's oh, yeah, yeah. funded by like, industry which is pretty cool but like oh, I don't yeah. know that's four years of like just mental health battles <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's, I've got to consider yeah. it's like late nights unpaid essentially like you're paid a salary but you're still working late and sent you when you work out the maths like i think in my research group the guy doing a phd above me said he worked out the hours he's working he's getting paid basically minimum wage mm. like, yeah well, i don't know tough. whether i'd want that but <clears throat> for the yeah. people that make it through like fair fair enough man they're like it's insane that's the thing but, and like Obviously, I'm not talking about out of doing it. Like even me myself, I'm considering it, but it's like there's a lot to to think about. <laughs> there's a lot <laughs> yeah. to think about. I wouldn't just like go straight into a PhD. Nah, yeah, yeah, I get you. I also think you have to really think about your choices. Like from what, like what I'm getting from what we're talking about. Like you, you just got to think about everything. Like really, do it for yourself. At the end of the day. Mm. Yeah, because even outside like mental health, like it really is. Four years, well, three to four years of life. Plus, it's like you got to pay for it. You have to. Yeah. You can't do. I mean, some people do work part time with a PhD, but you typically can't do a, a, a regular job. So you have to find a way to fund that as well. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just something to think about, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, there there are like scholarships and stuff, or um, CDTs and like programs where essentially you get, like, you get essentially paid to do it. Yeah. Um, I think anything gets student funding as well, I think, to some degree. Yeah. Even then, it, funding. It's, it's not a lot. It's not a lot. You're, you're still living quite a student life for a bit. 
Yeah, that's a big plus getting to chill on campus. But I'll be like, what? <laughs> How old? I'm 22 now. I'm gonna I'm gonna graduate at like 25. I'm gonna be here until like 28, 29 if I do a PhD. <laughs> uh, no, but that madness. I think that's just like. I think that's that's not one thing which people don't realise. Like people think that uni, you're like every, everyone's eighteen to twenty two, but like mm. I've met so many people that are older. My girlfriend's twenty um, twenty six, right? Yeah. So, like, yeah, and I know people that are going back. Like some of my cousins are going back at age of thirty, thirty one, back to uni. Mm. Thirty, like it's just people just go back to get a degree. Why not? And there's never it's never too late to get a degree or to like improve your opportunities. Yeah, for sure. As long as you're going for the right reasons. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as you're you're doing it for you and you're not just going for I don't know crappy reason. Hmm. How did you find uni? Like I don't think I've ever asked you. Like based on your four years you were here. Hmm. Reflecting on that, you enjoyed it or would you do it again? No, I loved it. I I I hundred percent. I do it again. I would definitely go to Bristol again. Um, I've met some incredible friends, incredible people, incredible girlfriend. Um, but I just, I didn't expect, like, there were so many things you didn't expect. Like, you, you get thrown into adult life, essentially, but you're not, like, people still don't treat you like an adult. Um, and just, like, the, the mental health aspect of it, like, it's such a big thing that you don't realise. And then if you don't acknowledge it, it could just go so bad. Like, and I, I didn't really acknowledge mine until kind of later on. Um, but, yeah, no, it, it's... It was up and it was like a roller coaster. Like some, you, like it was the highest of highs and the lowest of lows at uni. I mm. I find. Um, but at the same time, like I learned so much about myself, about the world, about different cultures. Like it, it, I feel like everything kind of opened up a bit more, just kind of culturally, job wise, just life. Everything feels a bit more open, whereas. Like, I don't want to stand at people that didn't go choose to go to uni. Everyone has the right reasons. But, like, I would have hated to kind of be stuck in my hometown, just still stewing, going to the same places. Mm. Like, being able to go out a little bit and just meet different people just changes your perspective on life a little bit. Like, it makes you a bit more appreciative of stuff. Yeah. At the same time, you bump into so many, like, crappy people. Like, did you find in Bristol... Like the class, like difference in the class shock to be such a big thing for you. Yeah, honestly, like I feel like I told a story before, but literally my first or second day, I moved to my flat. Um, I went to one of the girls that was living with me. I'm like, oh, have you sorted out the rent payment plan yet? Like, you know how that's mm-hmm. gonna go? She's like, oh no, my dad paid for that. I was like, oh. yeah, <laughs> my dad paid like eight grand up front for rent. Oh, like, no, I know, like, I know, it's it's just. It, it's really two different uni experiences. Like you have a uni experience when like you're in a privileged position that someone can pay for your rent and then all the money that you use is going for like just your, you essentially. Mm. It's like, like obviously I know some people only have had like 3k um, maintenance loan, but their rent was paid for. And yes, they struggled, but they still had that kind of backup that mm. they weren't going to lose a house. Whereas kind of, for a lot of us who came from state schools, having to pay rent ourselves, it was just like, how am I going to fund this? How am I going to fund this and live my life at the same time and still try go to the same events about like socially isolating myself? Mm, that's, hard. that's massive. Actually, because like, 
a lot of my friends asked me where I was going to ski trip and I was just like, I'm not never going to afford that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Likewise. <laughs> Crazy. A, I don't like skiing. B, I don't want to fund something which I don't want to do. <laughs> <laughs> For real. That's one thing that really, I mean, this is a conversation for another day, but like, it's really mm. kind of upset me about St. Mark's. It's like, I don't know if you remember, we had like the maths trip in um, year 12, year 13. Mm. And the teachers just asked, like half of first maths went to it, most of maths went to it. And they just, they didn't ask me. I, I, I didn't go. They didn't, didn't invite me to go. And I was like, I know. I've never been able to do anything in the school. Like I, I couldn't afford to do ski trip. I didn't really join them. Um, that was such a shame, man. I was like, ah, that, that really. I just think that, that was annoying. Like, I understood why people went, but I think it should have been made available to more people because we're, we were in such a, like a, so I've spoken to Carl before and it's like, St. Mark's was great if you were at the top because mm. you were focused on. If you were anywhere in between, you were kind of left, left in the dust. Mm. Um, which I do understand it's a, it's a funding issue of state schools and that's like a conversation for another day. Yeah. But. Yeah, it just sucks to like not like not have been going through that. And like I understand that I was quite privileged because I got to go to a lot of the trips. I didn't go to obviously ski trip or anything, but like I got to go to the maths trip. Um I yeah. well, was I it ended Belgium up, we had? It was like a Belgian yeah, there was a whole, there was loads of random trips for history which I never went on and didn't do hate history. <laughs> like I I I managed to go to the summer schools. Like I was given the opportunity to go to the summer schools, like even and like even though that was funded by like the local council, I still mm. have the opportunity to go and like bet myself in a way. Yeah. Whereas anywhere in between, they weren't given any sort of alternative to be like, oh, you can use this to write in your CV or anything or to give you a bit of experience somewhere, like all of your personal statements. It was just like, you weren't really given much else at our school. Mm. That's the thing. And what annoys me is the most, like, I'm not going to get into it too much, but it's like, obviously, trips and you know um summer schools are quite expensive but like if you just say oh there's this organization called like seo london to check that out yeah. like, oh there's rare check that out. they don't even like you can tell some of the teachers didn't even know themselves in order to help yeah. you some of the free stuff were like oh here's a reading list they didn't really i don't know maybe they tried more for some people but i just i'm just triggered because like obviously the math trip like i did further maths <laughs> yeah i feel <laughs> like everyone that would be should have. i think that would have benefited people a lot more and yeah. what i find from independent schools is just the extracurricular obviously they can fund it more but they have such like such an important like focus on extracurricular stuff like lunches are longer so that they can fit in things like sports uh science clubs math clubs things like mm. that extension like the, the lunches are longer for that reason to have just other stuff they can do which okay. obviously our school they couldn't do that yeah, man, it's like she didn't get to go on the maths trip, like. Yeah, that hurts me to this day, man. I was like, the only, <laughs> like, I mean, I, I love Simona, but like, I do further maths, man. <laughs> Why do you think someone who does further maths is less inclined to this than someone who's uh, does regular maths? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, it's calm. But yeah, it is interesting. I definitely think uni is, um, like going back to what we said before, like it's, a, it's an experience and. Yeah. It's something that shapes you a lot. Like, I don't know if you if you feel like you're any different now compared to when you were in St. Mark's. Oh, yeah, 100%. And I'm still, you're still growing. Even afterwards, you're still learning, still growing, still. You, I never want to be complacent and sat still, like, wanting to be the same person. Like, I was mm. 
change, you know. Um, but yeah, no matter like how bad or good uni is, I mean, you just got to take the experience for what it is. Can't change it now once, once you've really been, right? Got to take whatever's good from it and learn from whatever wasn't good. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I guess, I guess the last question I have for you, mm-hmm. unless you have anything for me is I was going to say, um, if you were talking to, you know, year 12 one right now, mm-hmm. what would oh. you say to yourself? Oh. I just got deep. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'd, I'd probably tell him to just enjoy life a bit more, man, because I was just so focused on exams. I, I, I know I definitely kind of spurned a few relationships here and there with people just, just for the sake of my exams or just kind of, I, I, I could just live life a bit more and to mm-hmm. just take better notice of my mental health like mental health isn't just a thing where it's like oh you have to be having a really bad day to have your mental health sometimes it is just like oh i don't feel like getting out of bed today why is that like i feel like i would tell myself to normalize feeling like crap sometimes Mm. and like i don't have to be perfect i don't have to have that perfectionist mentality all the time um to just take a bit of a risk and just do something for the sake of it um, but yeah, I don't know. Year twelve me was a very different me, I think. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's a bit strange. Like I'm thinking about it in my head as well. Like what was school like in year twelve, year thirteen? Yeah. And I was. It's funny that just now you're saying like you you tried you would have taken a bit easier. I'm like this guy was head boy. This guy had a <laughs> all the clout going on. I'm like, it's crazy how um, I, I had rear of the year going on as well, man. I was voted. <laughs> I'm pretty old. I'm still got that trophy, still on my desk. Oh man, I don't think I even got a trophy for most funny. I think, <laughs> I think I got like a certificate and like a high five from Javan, and that was it. It's like, yeah, you're you're a funny guy. Get get the fuck out of <laughs> 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 school. We don't want to see you again. Like, nah, that was I. I completely forgot about that. We had a lot of interesting awards, but nah, it is different. It is interesting to think back to how things were and like. What would you say to yourself? Uh, I wouldn't say a thing. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I, I thought about this a lot. Obviously, I've been doing the podcast for a while, mm-hmm. but it's like, if I knew, would I listen, would I have listened to anything I was told, you know, six years ago? Like, most definitely nah. not. My main problem back then was that I, I don't know. I mean, I, this is kind of a fresh answer. I haven't really thought about it in depth yet. But one thing that I thought I had in school that no one else kind of had was I got, I had an easy run in terms of me and Michael were the one taking the piss the most. Um, mm. <laughs> like I was always the one that was like, shooting the shots, but no one ever really came for me. Yeah. I kind of went into uni with all this fire in my belly, but I never knew how to take things back. I never knew what it felt yeah. like to not get good grades or to, yeah, have to yeah, struggle yeah. to get a job. Like if I could go back and say anything, I'll just say, Boy, you ain't shit. <laughs> it's, it's a whole wide world. I mean, we, we could we could all say that to our younger selves, man. Like I feel like we were so stubborn back mm. then for any sort of advice. Like that's the thing. Like as much as we really ragged on like some of our maths teachers, like they were just trying to do their job, man. They <laughs> honestly they, they could have, they could have had the longest day in the world. They I don't know, like their dog could have died. They come in and they have to deal with us just like screaming stats. Stats ain't shit. Like, <laughs> that's the one. 
Um, but I don't know. Okay, I feel like I should get a bit more, a bit more respectful in that sense. But I mean, that's something I can say now being a teacher. But mm. it's true though, because I, I think when you're growing up, you kind of see teachers as just like they exist from nine until three just to annoy you, and that's kind of it. You don't really appreciate what they are. But as yeah, you say, yeah, 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 you're just human being. Just a lot of you guys aren't like, yeah, I want to teach and inspire the next generation. Like a lot of teachers are just getting paid. You know, they're feeding their kids. It's not. Yeah, I mean, at, at the end of the day, any job is like isn't worth your mental health and just your life. Like mm. sometimes things are so above your pay grade, like it's not worth putting putting yourself through that extra stress. Like, yeah, I mean, some teachers I still to this day don't like, but some mm. of the others, man, they were they were really just trying to make sure we didn't die make sure we got at least somewhat of a decent education and just get us through but like mm. you can't really blame someone for that yeah for real and sometimes like i guess for me well i'll talk i'll talk for me not for everyone but in my case yeah there's still teachers i don't like to this day but i i appreciate that i was a troublesome kid <laughs> <laughs> like I, I i understand why i was i never got a head boy i understand why they didn't want to take me on these trips <laughs> <laughs> it's annoying and obviously i think yeah. i would appreciate it but i get it yeah. so I, you gotta cut people some slack and you have to appreciate that yeah as you said as well briefly before as well it's like you're always looking at yourself and trying to improve and trying to be the best version of yourself so yeah. i wish you guys did curricular stuff though there is that I was gonna say, like, realizing that you can always improve is also admitting yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. the best yeah. of you right now, so. That's, that's what I live by. Yeah, mm. I wish I did more extracurricular stuff. I wish I, like, actually got more into a sport or, like, some sort of, like, out of school stuff, but <laughs> even for a uni, I didn't do that, and I wish I did, but at the end of the day, I just, I admit, I was lazy. I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to put myself out there and do something different, which mm. I wish I did. Whereas now I've taken up, like, baking. Man. <laughs> Like, you and Carl can make that 10 year anniversary math giving cake man yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man math giving math giving yeah we know that needs to be brought back honestly straight after lockdown we're having a math giving party <laughs> <laughs> see that's no see, see just before we end it right that's what I really appreciated by, by that teacher um, Dr Cook right mm. she let us have something to just celebrate math and have math giving and to just have a lesson where we could just eat some food and just have a laugh about maths mm. like it's that is those small things as a teacher like yes yeah, she wasn't really teaching us anything that lesson but did, <laughs> did, but but did we benefit more from that lesson than if we did just another random lesson on like long division i yeah 100 percent. we will remember that lesson more than if we did a lesson on it like Pythagoras mm. isn't something like that's the thing like, I don't think I've ever said this before, actually, but on on Dr. Cook, like, I can't remember when it was. I don't think it was in year, in sixth form. I think it was like earlier when she wasn't even teaching me. But she was talking some smack about, like, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. I don't remember all of it. And then she just goes, like, the people who are the most interesting are people who are the most interested. Like, to be interesting is to be interested. And mm. basically just, like, listen. <laughs> to listen more. Ask more questions. Be curious. And, like, yeah. that, like, literally changed the whole way of how I thought I'm like wow like I used to I mean I still talk a lot I still tweet a lot but like I don't know if you remember in school I was like tweeting like like a motherfucker man <laughs> I was like every, one of the loudest kids every week you'd have another story about how you got run over by a bus or something I don't know 
I mean, like, <laughs> you, you wouldn't come in for further maths, and then all you'd hear was Michael go, oh, yeah, he got hit by a bus. <laughs> got run over twice in school. Yeah, it's... Like, I used to come up with so much stuff, but Dr. Cook's like, nah, just, like, just stay curious, man. Like, just keep enjoying life and stay curious, and that kind of... Mm-hmm. That it's, it, Shout out to it's a shame, like, I, w- I would like to speak to her again, but mm-hmm. she's not at the school anymore, like, she can't really search... Like teachers have their stuff on complete private. Like no idea where she is, but mm. honestly, like as a mass, as just a teacher, she was one. Like I was privileged to have loads of teachers that were really good. Like um, Gold was amazing. I really like my Chakraborty was great for chemistry. Like I really enjoyed my teachers. They they like I would think I was just lucky to have teachers that would let you do other stuff mm. rather than just strict like teaching all the time yeah i guess it's teachers that appreciate you for you instead of you for your grade yeah 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 yeah, yeah. true true yeah i hear that but um yeah man i think that's what i've got for you this is the time to plug whatever you got to plug plug your baking got, company or whatever i've got nothing to plug um i don't really want to plug too much because i have to keep things private in case students find me <laughs> um very good point I've i guess shout food. out to Paul then. I've got a food Instagram. Um, it's a clever pun on my name. If you can have a think about what that might be. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm just plugging, um, reaching out for your mental health and taking care of yourselves, especially during lockdown. Um, and just normalizing having a bad day and talking about it. But yeah, nothing else to plug really. Shout out to Jordan. Shout out to Everyone from St. Mark's that went to Bristol and just this podcast, man. Yeah, no, 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 nothing else to plug, nothing else to plug. Just good vibes in life. Nice. And as is a custom to every St. Mark's guest, you have to say the customary fuck B side. (laughs) 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 All right, man. All right. Take care, man. Take care. Nice speaking to you. Thank you for having me.